Good morning. Welcome to the All 49ers Show. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jose Sanchez. We're starting a half hour earlier now, 8.30 Pacific, because Kyle Shanahan's doing his press conference an hour earlier now on Wednesday. For no apparent reason. Just to mess with our schedule, so blame him. Anyway, news came out yesterday that Trey, uh, not Trey, (laughs) Freudian slip, Jimmy Garoppolo is eligible to come back in seven or eight weeks. That would mean the divisional round or the NFC championship. Um... I think we were all waiting for the other quarterback to get cleared. Trey Lance, the guy who broke his ankle week two, he had surgery. We've seen him walking around. I gave him a fist bump. It was a vigorous fist bump. Based on the fist bump, I feel like he's ready to play right now. But, no, Niners won't let him, and they don't seem like they really want him to play while Jimmy Garoppolo is just chomping at the bit. What do you think of this? Why why can Jimmy come back but not Trey? Because it's look Trey Lance, I get I get why it's better to put Jimmy back versus Trey, and I 100 percent agree with that because you're not gonna want to roll Trey out there. So I mean, even when the the return timeline is nearly the same, nearly identical, even if whatever, it's like give or take a couple weeks. Jimmy, you don't have to worry about still that learning curve, and with Trey, you're not only doing have to worry about that you still have to, what, throw him into the fire pit of the playoffs? That is a heck of an ordeal to throw throw your young player in coming off a pretty serious injury. Um, yeah. it's not, it doesn't really behoove or benefit to put Lance there. Um, look, I, I was 100% for the fact, free trade back, if it was just Purdy, like say Jimmy was absolutely not able to come out, then it's like, okay, yes, then you're probably most likely going to need to you know, ponder the idea of bringing Trey back for the playoffs, at least in a backup standpoint, depending on how Purdy's looking, if he doesn't get hurt. But Jimmy, at least it's like, I could just put him in there or keep him as a backup and not worry versus Trey. There's still that learning experience because that's pretty much what we're so excited about for this whole season. He's going to get a whole season. We knew he was going to have some rough points. And then hopefully by this time, literally this time, this season, he was going to start looking more polished and being good for the team and elevating him. But now that's kind of taken away. You're still going to have to account for that. And putting him in a high stakes, high atmosphere environment, you know, season on the line, it, it, I don't think that's ideal. That's not a good landing point for your for your supposed future of the franchise if he is still that. Yeah, but the problem with all that is the Niners haven't said any of that. They never said he's the future of the franchise or we're starting him, but he's a project and we need we need to like roll with the punches. They never said that. They just said he's a starter this year, and they gave him all the first team reps. There was no competition. They didn't want Jimmy Garoppolo to beat camp. I mean, their narrative, their message to the world was that we believe in Trey he's our starter and it seems to me that any other start like any other starter who broke their ankle week two and was ahead of schedule or looking good they'd be kind of like leaning on him like hey can we get you back for the playoffs please we need you you're a starter but they're treating Trey like he's not a starter no they're treating Jimmy like he's a starter Jimmy can you please come back in seven or eight weeks we might need you but Trey it's like you know what we'll just we'll come back to you next year maybe if we don't have Tom Brady it just seems really strange. Like, they said they liked him. They said he was the starter. They didn't have a competition. He didn't get benched. He got injured. And now they're like, you know what? I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. It's like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. How you changed? Wow. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too. If curious. Nick Bosa had the injury that Trey Lance had week two, I just feel like there would be all kind of like, hey, man, he's ahead of schedule. He might come back. But it's Trey. And they're like, you know, he's a project now. He wasn't a project yeah, in a August. He's a level player. And, again, you're not going to – I just don't think it's – That's true. That's true. That's true. 
I just thought Trey was the starting quarterback of the 49ers. They're treating him like he's back on the, uh, like his two, like his 2021 again. This is a red shirt year. It's another red shirt year. Okay. Okay. Red shirt year. Yeah. It's a red, another red shirt, even if he's healthy, because he yeah. didn't. Okay. Now it's Damn. about now it's about it's it's about winning again. Look, even that first Damn from starting from I week thought one, he was starting because he gave the Niners the best chance to win. I thought that's what they said. I don't know. I guess not. Uh, well, it's because things kind of change, man. Look, I think it was all about projections, and it's the same thing. I like to me, it was always week one to the end of the season. We already knew there was gonna be up and down, some stretches where it was gonna be bad, some stretches were gonna be good, and then ideally the hope was. By December, November, when the playoff stretch is starting to hit, the guy's clicking, the mistakes are less, the highs are more consistent, and you're not going to – look, you're going to try to develop a quarterback and have him come off injury, rusty, playoff – like every, all the factors kind of say like, nah, that, that's pretty sketch versus you can go with a guy who you already know who's who's playing pretty well this season before the injury, has experience in the playoffs, as bad as he has been in the playoffs, as bad as he has been, it's still better because you know it. And you put Trey in there and say, for God's sakes, he plays terrible and takes hits, and that's like messing with the psyche. It, it just doesn't sound like a great spot to put a rookie quarterback, essentially what Trey is, into that spot. Where at least Purdy now, he's going to have more games under his belt, assuming he's healthy, than Trey going into the playoffs. Let me ask you a question. So I keep asking Kyle Shanahan about Trey Lance, and it's fair to say he doesn't really appreciate the question. He doesn't want to answer this question. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, hell no, he doesn't want to answer He it. does not like this question, and he doesn't – he kind of – doesn't really answer it um so what you're saying because what he's saying essentially is that trey's not ready what you're saying is that you think trey's probably ready and they're deciding not to play him because uh he doesn't give him the best chance to win given what's gone on the last two years i'm not, I'm not arguing with you i'm just saying is that how you read the situation is that how you read the 49ers viewpoint here i just think they're like they're scared to throw him in there i think i kind of feel like they're scared to throw him in there for their own sake and for and for his sake I mean, I mean, shoot! Don't forget that when Trey got hurt, they thought Jimmy gave him the best win, the chance to win. Some players, all of a sudden, um, it's just the way the offense was already operating with Garoppolo because it is the different a different offense and a different uh, attacking approach to the game that Kyle Shanahan has with a Jimmy Garoppolo and with Purdy. It shouldn't see too much of a drop off in, in terms of what they're doing because they kind of have a little bit of a similarity. Whereas Lance, it's like now we got to wait for this guy to have all these learning curves. Um, how's his psyche? How's it? it? It just feels like there's more of a risk factor for them, and especially if you're considering him for next year, that it, it seems there's more to lose than there is to gain. You throw him in there, sure. But what you're suggesting, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you yeah. at all. I, I'm agreeing with you, but what I'm doing is just describing what you're saying. What you're describing is internally the Niners privately being like, "Hey, he might be physically ready to come back, but let's not say it. Let's just put him on ice." You know, yeah, we, we don't want him to make his fifth career start. We, you know, in the playoffs, we'd rather do this with Brock Purdy. There'd be no pressure on Brock. There'd be a ton of pressure on Trey. We don't need to do that to him. Let's just so when Grant asks, is, is Trey ready? Just say no, even though he might be ahead of schedule. He might be kind of ready. Uh, that's is that what we don't know. But is that your um, best guess as to what's going on internally? Yeah, because I say, say say his injury was like he got injured like week nine. And yeah. he already had like a nice handful of games under his belt. And he was like, oh, he's out for the rest of the regular season, but he could have back in playoffs. They might be more inclined to play him into the season. Because you'd have like two months of good play like Jimmy had. Yeah. Like at least it's yeah. like, hey, at least we saw like now it's like, God, we still have the mystery box here in Trey Lance. Right. I don't know what I'm getting versus I know what I'm getting with Jimmy. 
And heck, Jimmy's playing the yeah. best ball since he has since 2019. So I like I don't I think that would be also yeah. a disservice to Trey Lance to throw him in there. Because not like he's gonna say no. He'd be like, Yeah, coach, throw me in there. And then all of a sudden yeah. he's like the playoffs is like too much. I mean, look, look how Tua played just now in a playoff game against the Niners. You know, that was a playoff yeah. atmosphere with playoff stakes. He was yeah. shaky. I mean, I saw it I remember watching, I don't know if, if you pay attention too much to the Miami sideline, but on the TV. Um, they showed uh, Tua running up and down the sideline, jumping up, getting all juice, and I'm like, this guy is gonna miss throws because to me, I remember always watching like other quarterbacks, like Derek Carr. They get hyped up on the sideline. Yeah, they're over there shanking, shanking throws, and it's like, geez, yeah. you're gonna Calm be down. off. So Calm to down. me, it's like yeah. it, there's so much like the mental aspect of the game needs to not be understated, especially with quarterbacks. I just think it's really interesting that they went from he's our starter, he's our guy to you know what, <clears throat> let's just not talk about him until next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing against him. He's still, it's tough. It's tough, and yeah, it's tough. true. Like, you called him the, the mystery box. There's a lot of truth to that. At least with Jimmy and Rock, you know exactly what you're going to get. With Trey, it's like you have no idea from quarter to quarter, throw to throw, and you're hoping that at the end of the process, he's freaking Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen kind of thing. But can you expect that? Uh, after what's happened this year. Hard to say. But I think it's just interesting that the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo just highlights that there's something fishy going on here. And maybe they're doing the right thing with Trey, but it just feels like they're not being transparent. I mean, Jimmy's ready, but Trey's not. Okay, sure. But I get it. But at the same time, you're not telling us. It doesn't really feel like you're really being transparent. Fair enough. James says, you notice uh, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s awful chip block on Bosa sack. Also, Mostert poor gave up effort on Bosa's strip fumble. Um, no, I didn't. But good for pointing it out in their faces. How dare they be former 49ers that went to other teams? I do think, though, when uh, Mostert started talking, that was a mistake. That the, 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 In retrospect, the Dolphins acted like a bunch of pretenders that whole week. Like, what? why are you talking? Beat the Niners. The Niners didn't talk. Yeah. They just beat you by a lot. I don't know. Darth Mexican says, I could care less if uh, if Niners even win at this point. I'm just like, finally something new to watch and be excited about. Let's go, BP. My hits have been really up the last few days, and I think it's because... Brock? Not necessarily. It's Brock Purdy. It's because people feel... It's like a moratorium on Jimmy. Breath of fresh air. It's like when you it's eat the same bre- food week in, week out, and I was like, wait, something different? Oh my God, I can enjoy this now. Yes. That's exactly how I feel about the Jimmy Garoppolo experience. It's just so the same every day. And I'm like, I don't want to eat. I don't want this meal anymore. It's the man. same every year. He got injured. He's out for the year again. Uh, again. And now we have a, like a quarterback where we don't know what the hell is going to happen. It's great. And for the first time in like more than half a decade, it's really exciting. The real G squared says, would Niners have won that Super Bowl with Alex Smith? Which Super Bowl? The one with Kaepernick or the one with Jimmy? Let's say it's Jimmy. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I, think- I don't know if they would have. I don't know if Alex Smith would have beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. How about that? I don't think so. I, I think. Uh, I just think as uh, Jimmy, especially in that fourth quarter, left so much on the table, like in the middle of the field, like he was missing. He was leaving so many receivers open. I think Alex would have been more inclined to hit those guys. He might have put up more than twenty, but I don't know if he would have put up more than thirty-one. Would he honestly, beat- in that Super Bowl, yeah. I thought Jimmy for three quarters was playing solid. Like, he was playing fine. Yeah, he was playing. Yeah, It was that was fourth playing. quarter when the guy had, like, pretty, I think he had, like, a four, a, literally four, a four-quarterback rating of 4.0. Yeah, it was, it was the nuts. worst fourth quarter ever. Terrible. Yeah, absolutely. 
It was like that episode of South Park where um, Butters <laughs> is a tap dancer and he's like the best tap, tap dancer ever, but then his shoe falls off and like everything. Oh, and pretty much the, everything just goes to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Much, he was like, oh, what no, happened. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, beautifully what happened. and everything just collapsed. Everything. Josh Wyatt says, uh, where is the seven to eight weeks number coming from? Standard downtime on a non-Liz Frank foot break is five to six weeks. That's a massive difference for the narrative. I don't know. The seven to eight week number I'm guessing is coming from the agent. If uh, this report came from Adam Schefter, so thousand percent, that's yeah. coming from. I mean, didn't, Niners didn't say nothing. Like you said, Kyle didn't say nothing. Um, They'll talk I'm just today. Why they're leaking that? What's the big deal about leaking that? What's the benefit to Jimmy getting that? So like, they people know like, hey, look, he's still trying to come back. He's not ruled out or something like that. Well, the, like, to put his toughness in question, or well, the Niners are trying to rally around Brock Purdy. This feels like a leak from Jimmy. Hey, don't forget about me. No, I, say, I understand that, but what's the what's I like want to play? Don't yeah. forget about me. Don't phase me out. Don't give me the Trey Lance treatment. I want to play football. <laughs> Don't put me on ice next to Trey Lance. No, I need to get paid because Jimmy Garoppolo just went from he might get a lucrative hundred million dollar extension in the offseason to hurt again. He's come back. And may, no. Maybe he'll get another incentive based one year deal. Like that's where he's at right now. So it'd be Remember great if before? he could come back. It would be great if he could come back and finish the season and win the Super Bowl. If he could do that, he might just get that that contract again. That right? report that came out game day about him actually, oh, they've actually thought about him coming back if the conditions are right. Yeah, I, I was I was selling that to, to to Kingdom Come. Now I think it's more likely that he got hurt that like him coming back becomes a little bit, yeah, more of reality. Also, keep in mind that the he's not coming back to the Niners next year, most likely. And the more money he gets on the free agent market, the bigger the comp pick the Niners get. If he gets $16, $17 million a year on the free agent market, the Niners get a third-round comp pick. So this is a little bit of a pump and dump. They're not bringing him back. But if he can play at the end of the year, and if he's a slight upgrade over Brock Purdy, and if you know one good game in the Super Bowl that they win because of Nick Bosa and the defense leads to some team giving Jimmy Garoppolo $100 million. Like, that's good for the 49ers. So I just something to think about. Uh, they've been trying to pump and dump Jimmy Garoppolo for years. Freaking years. He is the Bitcoin of the 49ers roster. <laughs> They're trying to convince the league, hey, man, this dude is worth something. They're like, that is not real. It's nothing. They're like, no, it is. It's, I swear to God. He's Bitcoin. Sorry, that's a terrible analogy. Niners Daddy says if Jimmy's return is more likely – than Trey based upon development and not injury, I don't agree. Can't trust any quarterback decision but Kyle makes at this point. Well, that's fair. I'm just excited about Brock Purdy. I've been watching his uh, highlights, and I, and I have a lot to say about Brock. We're, we're going to go to Brock in a second because it's all about Brock now. It's Brock's, it's Brock's world, and we're living in it. Glass Half Full guy says, is Trey eligible to start practicing, or do they have to take him off IR? They have to medically clear him, then take him off IR, which they haven't done. Yeah, medically clear him and then activate his window. They could activate his window. Yep. And then not activate him at all, just so he gets three weeks. True. Know? Is that so the creativity that Kyle was talking about? Maybe. Because after 21 days, then it'll be like, are you at the 21st day? Are you activating him or not? Otherwise, three weeks of practice, that's it. And then now we're yeah. not. All right. Well, you didn't waste your, you know, your last two activations left. Chris Grove says Trey's growth from last year's AZ to Houston game was huge. Just need reps. I believe if he's back week 18, they will be more than fine in the playoffs. That's how I feel. I feel like if he's re if he's cleared, that's crazy. he should play. He's the starting quarterback on the team. You can't all – dude, I was there. We were there in training camp. You can't all of a sudden go from August being AO. Brock Purdy's nice, but he will give him the third string reps too in December being like, 
yeah, we think Brock Purdy gives us the best chance to win. Like, man, that's a wild swing of opinion. What the hell is going on here? You're invested in this guy. And now all of a sudden you're like, you know what? <clears throat> I changed my mind. Like, I, come on. I don't know. That's the way I feel. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. The Real G Square says Alex Smith over Kaepernick Super Bowl. I don't know. Again, they had to score hella points in that game. And Kaepernick played well in that game until he got to the very end. I don't know about that. That's a tough one. I'm not sure that Alex Smith ever was going to win a Super Bowl. He only went to the Super Bowl in the first place because of Cap. Josh Wyatt says, I feel like the seven, eight-week number is the uh, the agent setting up Jimmy to look tough and gritty when Jimmy comes back in the standard six. That's what I was thinking, oh. like tough and gritty. That's all I was thinking. Like, that Josh was, like, Wyatt's smarter than me. Yeah, that's a good point. So they say seven, eight weeks, and then all of a sudden he's there for like the beginning of the playoffs. But I think the but the, I think the play me like look, I want to play thing. I think that that holds weight too. That's what I was trying to think. Like, is it just to show like, hey, look, I'm tough. I'm not that injury prone because it's not a list Frank, and I'm trying to come back. So like, it's me. Right. Like, he, he has to flip the narrative from he's injury prone to he's so tough. He's the he's the biggest competitor yeah, of all right, time. Once people, people realize how much he's missing again. <laughs> There's a lot of money at stake with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's like a corporation, man. He he keeps going back from worth a hundred million to nothing. Hundred million, nothing. Like he is literally Bitcoin. He's beanie That's, babies. Yeah, he is. I swear, man. Like a, so, a like they're spot. trying to salvage this and just convict. Oh, he's really he's so good. This is so valuable. It's the future. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and you know what? I kind of thought it was like so ominous that something like this was going to happen in Jimmy because when you told me, it's like. His bad stretch is coming, Jose. His bad stretch is coming. And I was like, you know what? It might be, but I don't think so. He's playing way too well. Something else might happen. What's the other thing that's going to happen that's most likely in his career getting injured? And it was like, damn. And why did he get injured? Why did he get injured? Bad habits. And he would say he's being a competitor. I'm trying to stay in field goal range. I'm trying to fight for a couple extra yards. You're trying to fight for a couple extra yards? How did that go in Kansas City in 2018 when you should have went out of bounds? You should have learned these. I don't think that was too much his fault because there was a free rusher that came straight at him. That's he true. That's there. true. Go down. That's true. There. So I blame that. Look, remember last week we were like, hey, is the offensive line overrated? You were a thousand percent right. They had four. They allowed four sacks. I don't know how many of those were on Jimmy. At least one, right? Um, no, free rushers are on Kyle, man. You got to have some answers. That was abysmal, dude. So yeah. you know what? <laughs> you have you have a lapse in coverage. I mean, lapse in coverage, lapse in assignment. That's 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 unacceptable. That's that's terrible. On the first drive, still, still go down. Go down. He was trying to run away from from both guys. They were both on his back. He was like, I think that's the music that he had going in his head. He was running away from them. He used his legs and make plays, and now all of a sudden we're just going to hate on him for it when it finally doesn't work? I mean, I don't know. Go down. I blame it more of the lack of the free rusher, dude. If if that guy just at least has like a hurdle to get through to delay half a second, who knows what would happen. So Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting there with a broken foot or whatever, being like, you know what? It's not my fault that I got hurt for the eighth time in my career. It's not my fault. Hey, it's one of those things. I don't see it. I think at some point it's your fault, man. At a certain point, go down. Tom Brady goes down. Peyton Manning would have went down. Drew Brees would have went down. All those guys cannot move anywhere near as close as Jimmy. And as much Jimmy, as Jimmy can't has- move. He runs a More five flat. No. No. Peyton? Peyton looks like he's in quicksand. Jimmy That's what Jimmy Jimmy more. looks like he has the heaviest feet of any quarterback I've ever seen, man. He looks like he wears Peyton size Manning, 27 oh feet. Peyton size 27 like sneakers. Just, dude, Peyton Manning looks like a donkey just like kicking in place and like he can't move anywhere. 
The way Peyton Manning moves, it's like the Scooby-Doo cartoons when you just... All right, enough of Jimmy, enough of Jimmy, enough of Jimmy. He's out. Until he comes back. Glass Half Full Guy says, it seems to me the Niners like the idea of Trey, but not actually playing him. I don't know. I could be wrong, but just feels like that to me. Yeah, I think they just really want to develop Trey in practice. And they hope that one day he'll step on the field and be ready. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what they want. They don't want to really put them on the field and have to like take a step back because they're in a win now window. Well, then why did you draft him? Why did you take him? Why do you want a project? It doesn't make sense. But they think they can develop him on the sidelines in the in the training room. I still need to see Glock Purdy run QB power. He <laughs> runs his own read, or he did it at Iowa State because he runs a four eight. Purdy okay. can avoid pressure, unlike Jimmy, and I like that. See, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy can't avoid pressure. Jimmy tries to avoid pressure. When he has a, like a clean pocket and he can extend a play, that's great. But when he tries to avoid pressure, it's all bad, man. All bad. Purdy can avoid pressure. Oh, I just read that, but I guess I needed to say it twice. Uh, request a trade next year, bro, at Trey. Dude, he doesn't have that kind of standing, man. I'm sorry, but he can't. He's probably untradeable. He's in Not such a bad spot. All right, let's talk about Brock Purdy. Jose, tell me how Brock Purdy can create further quarterback controversy on the 49ers plays well like anywhere near well anywhere near, and i'm talking about jimmy garoppolo 2020 2019 2021 standard because all of a sudden it's like hey you know what that brock purdy he played pretty well how many more games are left like now five six so let's say purdy goes like five eight touchdowns two to four picks even that would be pretty fine for a third shoot quarterback who just came in in the last minute that's and then he goes to the playoff and if he if he does that and especially especially the exclamation point he they win a playoff game with him? Mm-hmm. Dude, the controversy is there. Who's the quarterback? Is it Trey? Is it Purdy? Grimmy coming back? And then Trey hasn't won Purdy. a playoff game. Now it's like, yeah, oh, great. Yeah. We just threw another element. Mm-hmm. Officially, mm-hmm. the piece of the pie just got another slice cut open. And now we have more things to talk about. Now it's going to be more. It's going to be chaos. And Kyle Shanahan is going to be more pissed about questions. And it's like, you know what, dude? <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when you're over here juggling quarterbacks and the system's better than a. Uh, than the actual talent, apparently. Because now, all of a sudden, it's going to be... Dude, this is going to snowball like crazy for every game that Purdy plays well at. You know, it doesn't matter what they say. It's just Trey's team. It's like, is it? You know, because Purdy kind of, like, you know, played well. I mean, you already know they're going to keep him back if he does play well as a backup or something. You know what's going to happen if he does play this good? The country is going to be... Oh, there's an open competition. There's an open competition. Um, We're trying to push Trey. Purdy earned it. Purdy earned it. Pretty were early. they're going to be seventy percent leaning towards Trey, but that thirty percent of like, you know what? Pretty actually just played pretty well. If it's even, we might, we want, you know, we two might. quarterback system, two quarterback system. Yeah, two quarterback be, system. The Saints all over again or something. Because here's the thing: I feel like Purdy has a great chance to play well. We've seen him play well. He's got a great supporting cast, a great defense. He's going to win games. He's it's very like if he stays healthy, which the other two guys weren't able to do. If he stays healthy, there's a very good chance that he could make a claim that he should be the starting quarterback next year, especially if the competition is just between him and Trey, if Jimmy's gone. Um, and I think what's funny is if Jimmy leaves, some of his fans will go with him, but a lot of them a lot of them will transfer over to Brock. And so yeah. oh, because yeah. I think what you have is – I'm not trying to bring race into it. It's not that. It's, it's a stylistic thing. There's types of quarterbacks. You got a spectrum of quarterbacks. You got the pocket quarterback and the dual threat. And some people just have preferences. And I think there are some people that just want their quarterback in the pocket. 
play, you know, in their court, they want their quarterback in the pocket playing like Jimmy. Some people really think that Jimmy's way of playing is the best way to play quarterback, and Brock plays like that. I mean, they're a little different, but he plays like that, not a big arm, gets the ball out of his hands quick. So I think um, what you'll see is he's going to have a lot of support, a lot of support. All he has to do is do the stuff that Jimmy did, manage the game, you know, claim claim uh, credit for the victories that the, that the defense produces, all that stuff. Just, you know, be gritty. It's not going to happen, though, because I think he's going to sneak it up, to be honest. I think I don't. I think that's what I mean. Back. That's what happened to Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. It's what happens to most backup quarterbacks. I, it's giving me twenty twenty yeah. vibes all over again with Purdy because I just don't. I just don't know. Like when people are saying, "Well, oh, they could do it with Purdy," it's like, can they? You know, because third string quarterbacks get found out eventually. Yes, he looked excellent. He was in there pretty much cold, no warm ups, no practice. That was impressive. Tip of the cap. How many times do backup quarterbacks do that? A lot. You know, and yeah, eventually, two to three games but can they do it line. three, four times in a row? Exactly. Two Bailey three, Zappi. Yep, two to three games down the row. All of a sudden, it's like you know, we kind of found it out. We got some tape on you. We kind of know what to do against you. I mean, I know people say this. Hey, this, this is quarterback. He's he's in the unlike other backups. He's in the right place to succeed with the talent around him. The coach, you know, decent enough offensive line, running game, and it's like, yeah, you know what? That's the we we've seen we've heard that before, like in other seasons with the same with Nick Mullen, CJ Beathard. It, it didn't happen, and even well, then, if, if even then, that's not going to cover up the mistakes that he could potentially make if he is that type of destru- self-destructive player. Um, I, I just don't see how it's going to go. They're going to go to the playoffs for sure. I, I just expect him to be a first-round exit, to be honest. I just don't think he's been tested yet. Like, he went up against the worst road defense in the league. They were giving up a, a pass rating of 115, and he put up an 88 rating. Now he's going up against a great road defense that gives up an average quarterback rating of 88 in Tampa Bay. Like, what is this going to look like? Um, and we'll... Look, he does have a great defense and great weapons. So it's possible that he really can put up good numbers like Jimmy did because it's you're supposed to. I mean, how could you not? But my question with him is really like, can he stay healthy? Because so far, quarterbacks haven't been able to do that on the 49ers. And you could say they're, you know, it's a great place to play quarterback. You got a great defense and great weapons. Uh-huh. For the eight games that you're healthy. And then the next guy gets to play because you're hurt. I don't know what it is. Uh, but there seems to be a problem here, and I, I do. I, I keep bringing it up. The Dolphins exposed a, a flaw in the Niners' offensive scheme. If you blitz the hell out of them, it seems like they don't necessarily have the right hot routes, or they were totally scouted. Those hot routes were covered. There were no answers, and what Brock Purdy had to do to beat blitzes was freaking dodge them or make throws while taking hits. That's not a solution. So I'd like to see how Kyle fixes that. Otherwise, it's his fault. Because, look, Jimmy got hurt on one of these blitzes where no one was picked up. Yep. And where he should have went down, yeah. And Kyle should have had a hot route that was open. From Jimmy's perspective, you got me hurt, Kyle. What the hell was that, Kyle? Same. But, yeah, we're talking about Brock now. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, I was going to say, look, imagine if Tua was – actually did settle down the game and he makes just half of the throws he missed because the guy was couldn't hit water if he was on a boat i'm thinking they probably lose that game because you know the defense played well but they did leave a lot of wide open receivers it literally was the whole game to a can to can settle in he couldn't settle into the playoff game and you're expecting purdy to actually like answer all those points or whatever drives i could have that would have been a lot more of a tighter situation i mean they were in a tight situation they were only up by six with four minutes five minutes left but at that point, you kind of let the running game take over. Your defense took over. 
I mean, but again, Jimmy's coming back. It doesn't matter, dude. He just he just has to get through the end of the year. He's coming right. back to the NFC Championship game. They're not making it there. Hey, Josh Wyatt thinks he's going to come back sooner. Josh Wyatt says, appreciate the compliment, but if I'm smarter than you, why am I paying you to live to live my dream? Can you <laughs> think of a team that's more fun to cover? What's a team that's more cover, fun to cover than the Niners? Uh, the, the Cowboys have a big fan base, but I feel like they're kind of boring. They're kind of the same story every year. Um, Patriots aren't that interesting anymore. Green Bay's a train wreck. Pittsburgh sucks. Seattle's interesting, but not as That's interesting as this team. Chiefs are really good, but good teams are, are, aren't always the most interesting. Like the Warriors aren't interesting. The Niners are interesting. Warriors are boring as hell. They the were Warriors interesting when they played James Wiseman. I like Warriors. when they played James Wiseman. <laughs> Warriors are boring because regular season basketball stinks. You know what? The NBA TNT with on TNT with Chuck, Ernie, and Kenny and all them, Shaq, that's more entertaining than the actual basketball product. No question. No question. And when they get to the playoffs, it's great. Jay Mark Garza. I'll watch that all day. I would. Why couldn't Trey get the same offense Kyle called for Brock? Shaking my head. I still I still maintain that Kyle Shanahan uh, overreacted to training camp. Trey struggled in, in training camp. You know, struggled is too um, blunt. He was up and down. He would have good days and bad days. He was inconsistent. He definitely had good days. He definitely had bad days. He was going up against this defense. And I think Kyle's like, well, damn, he's not ready. What quarterback was going to have only good days against this defense? I mean, I haven't seen it. Maybe Patrick Mahomes. Maybe. So I think Kyle overreacting was like, damn, man, he's, he's just not ready as a passer. We got to run him until he gets there. Man, look at him in Houston last year. That's how you should have been calling plays for him week one, week two, but yeah. you didn't. Because of it was training, the Arizona camp. game plan all over again. It was. It really was. So an overreaction to practice. Allen Iverson should have talked to Kyle about that game plan. You're talking about practice, Kyle. Trey has to stop being so nice. Press the issue. Thank you. We're all on your side, Trey. Post a video. Press the issue. I feel like he has no one in the in the media. Him and his agent are not talking to anybody. Tell someone that you're ahead of schedule. If you are, maybe he's not. All right. Next topic. Jose, give me one way Purdy is an improvement over James Richard Garoppolo, who some people call Jimmy. <laughs> Only some people. Some people. Um, I, you know what? Um, in his in the limited action for that game, he has, actually has several things I think he does better than Garoppolo. But the one that that pretty much stood out the most to me was how mobile he is. All right. So the last court, the last super chat guy was on the money about that. He's a lot more mobile. So. All those blitzes that came out, all the free rushes or whatever, Purdy had that natural instinct and that twitch or whatever, that 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 fire off the gun to, I got to go away from this. Like, it felt like he just knew. He had that instinct to move around um, and look natural. Um, the only thing that I feel like kind of like that derails him is his pocket acumen's a little bad. That's how he ran to that sack, and he kind of almost did another time where it was like, what is this guy doing? Why is he spinning around, going five yards deep south and then rolling out? But whatever, the point is, he has – he's faster. He can move around. He looks comfortable as hell with his legs, which I'm wondering if now we don't see Kyle utilize more of his bootleg actions. Which We he tried. Put, he just he just was keep bootlegging him into uh, – Maybe if Trent Williams stopped tipping the plays, they could actually fool people with play action. But I, I digress. Yeah, I, I think we're going to start seeing that more. Yeah, like and Trent Williams is in my room or something. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think, I, yeah, that, that that movement, that movement that they gave him, like it never works. It yeah. never works. Well, maybe. Uh, anyway, moving on. They're still gonna use it. 
they never play fool action. anyone with their play action this year. But it's not Trent Williams' fault. Keep him, keep going. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really being fooled so much. I watched a lot of Browns this year. Jacoby Brissett's been found with some free rushers. I don't think no one's falling for that. Everyone's found them out. That Kyle Shanahan type of situation. It seems but... like it's scouted. It seems like it's scouted. Like, yep, I agree with that. A thousand percent. Even with Rodgers. But yeah, I whenever just the Niners go under center, it's like, well, this is this play isn't going to work. Whatever exactly, they're doing. Right? Whenever no they're under center, I'm like, this is not going to work. If it's a run pass, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, then then the shotgun, I'm like, okay, this is this is probably going to work. Whatever you just, it is, you just wonder how there's yeah. going to be a way to circumvent that, which maybe you will because you got a faster quarterback now who looks natural on the move. This is going to be ways now. You're not going to have to worry too much about like those those rushers in a way because they were they were getting after him. They were getting after Purdy a lot. All right, well, Purdy, what I see that I like a lot. I like he can throw on the run, rolling right. Jimmy <clears> can't do that. He can. I mean, he made some really nice throws rolling right. And obviously, he avoided sacks that Jimmy can't avoid. So those two things right there are nice. And then also in the red zone, I think he's, I think he's might be. I mean, it's early, but More I like decisive. him in the red zone. Jimmy seems indecisive in the red zone. He straight dropbacks and he's like, oh, no one's open. What do I do? Uh, he's had some bad interceptions. Well, not some, but that one interception in the red zone against Kansas City was terrible. And I liked, I like Purdy. I thought he made some nice throws in the red zone too in the preseason. So I think those are three ways the offense. Is improved with Purdy. I'm I'm not necessarily certain that it's gonna always be better with Purdy, but those are three things. While he's healthy, that I like. I think the red zone offense could improve. I don't know that. So he he looks more. He plays with more swagger and confidence. I feel. Um, yes. not, not to say that ever. Less Jimmy fear of like, getting hurt. Jimmy's gotten hurt so many times, man. And that's another thing I was gonna say too. Yeah. Is like it's not just the confidence. It's like just the way after the score touchdowns is like the camera zooms on, like you just see his body angles where he's just like, he's just like literally like one of those dude football players. He's like, he is, yeah. you know, like he's yeah. getting juiced. And another thing is like the confidence part. He kind of like, he kind of like struts around after. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it's really funny. It's really funny. Yeah. Borderline undrafted free agent where it's like, I got nothing to lose, man, which if he keeps that attitude, that's going to be freaking huge to him. And to the 49ers, you have and to have that attitude. Yes. Yeah. And you have to, because he carries himself like he's a day one, day two pick. He does. That's beautiful. He carries you himself. Always that way. feel yeah. that confident. You can't have that in any position. You Nick Mullins that, you didn't. Can, you can feel his, 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 his uh, apprehension, Nick Mullins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's, you can see like the sweat dripping off his brow. Like he needs, he wants <laughs> so much. Like, it meant so much to him, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But with Purdy, it seems, and I'm not saying he'll be, I, Purdy could fall apart. But right now, he hasn't lost yet. He's undefeated and he's cocky. It's kind of cool. Yeah, now anyway. I don't think he'll he'll waver too much if this if that's the version we saw in terms of at least at least the mental standpoint. I'm not talking about the actual like execution and stuff. But another thing that I liked is. Even with all the pressure that kept coming to him, whether he was getting hit, whether he was getting hit to the ground or running around, he never wavered off that too much either. Like, honestly, he it almost made him play better. Um, I, I watched the game back last night. He played a better second half than he did first half, I think, because he looked more he looked more poised and calm. I agree. Um, I agree. He just, I agree. He just, he just, he just saw the confidence. Not like he didn't have it as much in the first half either, but you just saw he, he got better as he settled in more. And I think I got a lot more. of that was just mental. Was just his mental, was just mental strength. Because so many times we, we saw Jimmy against the Saints. He he got hurt early on. The pressure came early on, and he, he was skittish. I mean, never at one point did I feel like Brock's not skittish. I mean, that guy knows he's going to get hit, and he's just like, whatever, here you go. Well, he's not skittish yet. I mean, wait wait for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But hold on. I'm, I'm not saying that he will. Like he, that, I'm just saying you get hit enough times. We'll see. We'll definitely uh, we'll see. You get hit enough times, it happens. So hold on. Two more things that I like about him, maybe over, over Jimmy. Ball placement, which you could say accuracy. But like Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, they, they always say he's super yes. accurate. Yeah, but his completion percentage is good, but he throws a lot of high passes, a lot of passes. Yeah, I don't. I think his his ball placement is super overrated. 
I like Purdy's ball placement so far. He's good at hitting guys, you know, not too high, not too low in stride. I think that's intriguing. And then the last thing is uh, the touch. Remember? They touch. Yeah, but touch. Jimmy has none. Jimmy misses deep throws because he throws them on a line. Like, I think this guy actually, I'm not saying he has a stronger arm than Jimmy because I don't think he does. In fact, he doesn't. But he has touch, which means he should throw. You don't need a strong arm to throw a deep ball. That's a touch throw a lot of times. And the, the reason Jimmy can't hit the deep ball isn't because he doesn't have a strong enough arm. It's because he has no freaking touch or sense of depth. You know, I mean, he, he'll overthrow it. He'll underthrow it. Uh, I think this guy actually can hit Christian McCaffrey if he's wide open running a wheel route. I think he can. I think he can. So that's nice. That's like five things we just listed. Hell no. I'm a, I don't think he can do that. I think he has a terrible arm. Uh, this guy has zero zip, zero velocity, no dart. I feel, like I was watching it. I feel like it's a lot no, of his no dart. No zip. They were going over eight yards. It felt like it was going slow motion, and I felt that way in training camp. Um, he he kind of made me he kind of made me like reel back my take when I saw him in the two preseason the, the preseason game. I was like, okay, he can actually dart a little more. And no. then I saw this game, and I was like, you know what? You actually no. had like a handful of throws that kind of looked like it was slow motion. So to Do me, you... I think Jimmy can hit it, can can throw it, can bullet it in there a little more yes, he better. Can. Yes, ball he can. placement, I'll give you a thousand percent. Ball, ball placement. Yeah. It just goes slower motion for me, and I'm just like, you, you know what? You throw a more pickable ball because that if you go against faster players, they might be able to jump you. Do you know what Brock Purdy's fastest throw was at the combine miles per hour? Do you know? No, I looked it up. Can you guess? Oh God! What's like? All right, tell me what the average is usually because I don't average is like I think Jimmy was like 53. I want to say 53, 54, maybe 55 oh, go somewhere in there. Huh? 51, go 51, 51. Damn, Rock pretty. Next one would have been it's, it's, it's really low on the scale, though. I think usually most good quarterbacks are 53 and above. There are some examples of people below it. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. But usually those guys are super good athletes. I'm just saying, there's a reason this dude was like okay, but those also Mr. Irrelevant. He's got no zip on his throws. Zero zip. And he's small. And he's not running a 4.5. He's running a 4.84. So, I mean, that's why it's not like the whole league was crazy to pass on him. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, no. <laughs> but he's accurate. <laughs> he's accurate. So before we take some more questions, I want to uh, do one more Purdy topic just to finish it up because Purdy. I've been thinking a lot about who is this guy? Who does he remind you of? And I've heard Jesse Naylor, who's on this, who's on the channel, compared him to Christian Ponder, who was a first-round pick. I like it because Christian Ponder threw 51 miles an hour too. Christian Ponder had a messed-up shoulder. That's why he had no uh, velocity. But he actually was a better athlete. Than Purdy, he ran a four seven. He was bigger. He's got to run the read option. Right yeah, I, I, I Ted H six on on uh, Twitter compared him to Taylor Heineke, which is another good comparison in terms of stature and arm. But Taylor Heineke is a better athlete than Purdy. He runs like a four six. So I got a comparison for you. Unless you want to go first, because I got no, one. No, you go first because I need my mind to jog for this one because I never okay. really gave it a thought. Okay, this is my comparison for uh, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, and let me explain it. Mac Jones, first-round pick. He's 6'3", Brock Purdy 6'1", a little bit shorter than that. So the frame, Mac looks a little bit more like a first-round pick, but frankly, I mean, look at his body. Look at his arm. He doesn't have a strong arm. If Brock Purdy was at right. Alabama with those weapons, what would his numbers have looked like? I mean, he completed 72% of his throws at Iowa State. So to me, it's like a little bit smaller. He's like a junior version. He's like a, he's like a junior whopper. He's a junior Mac Jones. But I mean, in terms of like... Arm strength, touch, accuracy, mobility, very similar. Now, Brock Purdy Probably never bad. got in trouble 
and never did the 100 mil thing. So maybe he's a little bit more. He's more experienced than Mac Jones. Mac Jones was a one-year starter, one and a half. Anyway, that's my comparison, Mac Jones. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to defer. I felt like Mac Jones was horribly overrated. I mean, like first round pick. Dude, no, a thousand percent. Even at the 15th yeah. round, he definitely was a second rounder. You don't you don't draft first round players like that who are like so no. mid in terms of athletic ability. And exactly. In the first yes. round. You, 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 you can find guys right. like Brock Purdy in the seventh round who were like, uh, runs the same 40. It's like, oh, he's just two inches shorter. Well, who cares? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. Am I, well, not, not much. And I, I like to think that like Kyle last year wanted Mac Jones. And they traded up and he was like, all right, guys, we're going to take Mac Jones. And the whole organization was like, oh. How do we talk him out of this? What do we do? And Adam Peters or someone was like, all right, I got an idea. Hey, Kyle, before, I like Mac Jones too. He's good. But before we spend the third pick in the draft on Mac Jones, I think we could get someone really similar with literally the last pick in next year's draft. And Kyle's like, who? And Adam Peters is like, Brock Purdy. And Kyle's like, who's that? And, Kyle, and Adam's like, watch his tape. And Kyle's like, okay, I see what you mean. I'd like to think that that happened because they're so similar. But what does that mean for Trey? If Kyle really does like Brock Purdy, I, I, I honestly I think if he does like Brock Purdy, I don't think I don't think, <laughs> not, I, look, I think that's why they really look. One thing that Kyle Shannon and the 49ers do value so much is we love person so much. They 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 weigh that a lot, sometimes even more than what the player can do, which is kind of like a little crazy. Look, I I, I, I see it works and it doesn't. It works because Tom like, Thomas, it keeps everyone, yeah, it keeps everyone in the locker room more like uniformed and unified. Versus, like, if you had, like, someone who's, like, you know, kind of, kind of like, you know, an a-hole, essentially. So, versus, that's why you never have player issues there in the locker room. You why, do you think, people- why do you think Zach Wilson got uh, just buried on that team? Dude, after- as as Mike White, they, got, they had the whole team wearing Mike White shirts. If that wasn't indicative of how much they hate that guy, oh, my God, dude. he's never. Why do you think Baker team. Mayfield's bouncing around the league? Exactly. So No one likes him. After that, it was, it was why do you think bad. Jimmy Garoppolo's hanging around here? Like a barnacle, because everyone likes him. Love Why do you think Josh Johnson just got signed by the 49ers for the fourth time? Familiar and everyone they like likes him. him. Yes. That's why I never thought Baker was ever coming, even if the Niners had a chance. It's Why do you think Josh Rosen uh, washed out of the league immediately? No one liked him. You can't be like that, unless you are literally Aaron Rodgers. Unless you're and, raw. Yeah, you have to be raw. Unless you're super raw. And even then, you. Be, uh, it's tough. Anyway. Mac Jones. He wanted Mac Jones. They talked about a Mac Jones. He ended up getting Mac Jones the next year. And now Trey Lance, and now they really do have Trey Lance and Mac Jones competition next year coming up. Who do you like better? The guy who has li- literally nothing on his throws, but he's gritty. Or the guy who has a lot of velocity on his throws, but has never played football in his life. Who do you want? I honestly thought it was he was comparing to like to me more like like to Jimmy to be honest just a little more athletic kind of, a little more athletic Jimmy and which make I think because I kind of thought got that I had that takeaway in preseason and it's like the way he kind of stands in the pocket and just like flings it like like the quick release like I had the Jimmy like I don't it's just the same you know Mac Jones Jimmy and Purdy are the same they're very similar quarterback they're very similar yeah some are more athletic than the other all three that don't have his arm um some most all three only like to go in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 They're all pretty much the same level. I don't kind of like tier. I don't know uh, Mac Jones' velocity because they didn't have the combine that year. It was the, it was the uh, right COVID year. COVID year. So, but it just looks to me like he, him and Tua have nothing on their throws. Purdy, like watching Purdy and Tua on the same field, it was like, yeah, like they're both playing with a Nerf ball. Look, 
They're playing an NFL game with a Nerf ball. It's amazing. Ball <laughs> Remember when dies at the end. Yeah. Remember when the Dolphins showed that video in OTAs a training camp of like two of Tyreek and Tyreek had to backpedal. <laughs> like, way to way to go, social media team. That's bad. That was hilarious. Chris says Chris says Purdy is insanity. He will get exposed soon. BCJ BCB. J doesn't stand for Jimmy, does it? It does stand for Jimmy. Because that's not a – no one calls him that. No one says that. Or not unless he's talking about – no, it has to be Jimmy. 808 Niner says they didn't blitz when Jimmy got hurt. They showed blitz but rushed four. They just down – you're right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. They just down blocked. It happened a lot. Is that on Kyle Shanahan or Brendel? Good question. It was the left I, edge. Yeah, it was it, the you're right. edge rusher. It was on yeah. Trent Williams' side. Williams didn't that's look at him. There was a receiver, a I think, lined up in the slot. He just stood up. And he just ran, got in a free rush. He's like, all right, here it comes. I'm in the fast lane. Bye-bye, Jimmy. Yeah. It was there were easy. examples in that game of, of overload blitzes uh, and Kyle Shanahan not having hot routes, though. But that, well, well, I think what he's talking about Jake Brennan was like, is that Brennan's fault? Because he's supposed to like be like, hey, you got this guy, you got that guy, you got this guy. So could I be. do see that. It could be Brennan's fault. True. Could be. If Lowell stayed in New York, Grant would cover the Jets. Oh, Jets would be fun. Jets would be fun. Jets would be fun right now because <clears> Punking Zach Wilson. Oh man! Maybe still want to eviscerate him. My Just God. like an endless dunk line on Zach Wilson. Is the Jets fans would be on your side more than Niner fans would? They do. hate him. Yeah, it's true. They love Chris. They're so salty the over there. Yeah, Sean Weaver says which current Niner calls the most audibles. They don't. They're not allowed to call audibles in the 49ers. Kyle doesn't let him do that. Have you ever? I mean, they they'll, they'll like do like the you know the can 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 thing, which means call the. I was going to say, I think they only give them like the, just the two play sequence about like, Hey, you have a choice to either check out to a run or check out to the episode. Like just that. But I think that's a standard thing. I don't think they have like a full array of audibles or they could just change to, you know, one of five plays. Yeah. Uh, Flave says real test. I love how we embrace the Flave real test for pretty. will be on the road in Seattle. Will be good test for whether he can handle a playoff atmosphere. Niners should cover this week. That is, that will be a great test, but I felt like this last game felt like a playoff atmosphere. That's why Tua crumbled. I think this one against Tom, you're going against Tom Brady. That's a playoff atmosphere, a team you could literally face in the first round. So I think these are all tests. These are all tests. And that's a defense that's going to be in, like pretty, pretty, pretty difficult to run Tampa? on. So Brady's going to have to be pretty, pretty nice. Pretty yeah. Nice. And like, again, Miami just showed a bunch of effective blitzes that the Niners didn't do a good job of picking up. Now you got to go against Todd Bowles with a rookie quarterback that hasn't seen this stuff. Okay, Kyle, you, you get you better be on top of it this week. Yeah, and Levante likes, already, they have to blitz with Levante, so they're gonna go. He's gonna. And you he, know what good defensive oh. coordinators do to rookie quarterbacks? They blitz them. They light them up. Them. They like to trap yeah. them. Oh, you Not haven't seen any of this that. stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be shock and awe. Kyle has, and it's on Kyle to protect this Kyle, kid. Yep. Kyle yep. and other players, but you kind of always been with Jimmy. But now it's like it's kind of funny. We've gone through the three le- levels. We the the pressure has intensified on three levels. Going into, we're like, Trey Lance, it's all on you, Kyle, and the other players. Help him get up to speed. That was one. And then when we got hurt, we asked, is the pressure increased? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now it's like the third level again. It's like, Jesus, dude, how much more can this get? Because if he doesn't fix this, it's not just that they're going to lose to the Bucks. The kid could get hurt. It's a violent game. These are This is your big men blitzing him, and he's not big. So, Kyle, this is so serious, man. If you keep Brock pretty upright the rest of the year, you got a chance. Got a chance. But if you got to go to Josh Johnson, who's been on the team for a minute and a half, I mean, I like Josh. I don't know. It'd be tough. It'd be a big ask. Niner Dogs is the worst playoff quarterback in history. Does not give you the best chance to win in the playoffs. Seriously, what a loser mentality. Uh, Super Bowl or nothing. Let's go. 
Yeah, I like them just rallying around Brock. But, you know, I'm saying, what if Brock gets hurt too? No matter what, man. I think Brock's going to be the starter. Jimmy's just going to come back and be the backup. That's it. Uh, Flave says if the Niners don't win this week, it could get scary quick. Raiders will probably be on a six-game win streak, and Wash could be tough too. Need this win this week. I, I agree. The Raiders certainly look like a threatening team, especially with Jimmy out now versus Purdy because – like they're they're playing they're they're not out of the playoff race you know the Raiders have a weak schedule they're gonna have a lot to play for, um, yeah they went from like top three pick to now all of a sudden like they're in the middle of the pack it's kind of nuts Washington too although Washington oh my God I watched that Giants Washington game to a degree they played for a tie that's weak they don't know how to play off medal the Niners the Niners will get trouble by them but they should beat them my God that was despicable Papa Shang says do you think Glock is better than Mayfield. I don't know. Lock pretty? I mean, I don't know. But here's the thing. The Niners couldn't have gotten Mayfield. He got claimed by the Rams. The Niners weren't. And I think, you know, the Niners said they didn't want him. They knew he was going to the Rams. And I think it's better better to say you don't want him than to say you do want him and to have him go to your rival. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think you could argue that Mayfield is in the middle of, like, the worst season ever. And now he has to learn a new system. And who's to say he can do that uh, now? It's mid-December. At least, Purdy. yeah. I was gonna say. I think if that happened, that injury occurred like week six, they would have definitely been on him. Yeah, Tiger says no quarterback is safe while sixty nine is on our team. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, Reef West says Purdy threw a pick six backwards versus TCU like Jimmy. Oh man. Well, we have things to look forward to then. I mean, I do. Uh, Damon Rice says Brock your world. <laughs> 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 Damon Rice says his height concerned me. Trajectory is suspect. Yeah, I just kept thinking on the like I kept I just kept thinking, man, two was an MVP candidate. Brock Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant. They're the same guy. One guy's left handed, one guy's right handed, they're the same height, they got the same zip. I don't know. I think two has better zip. It was just his hot his everything was just like inaccurate. I'm not saying he has great zip. I'm saying maybe, he has maybe, maybe. Maybe that was just how I felt when I was there, but maybe I'm just a hater. I, am I don't know. I watched it. it. It didn't look like it was going slow motion. It looked fine. It looked average to me. Yeah. Sal, thank you. Uh, Mexi Mob, nineteen eighty-seven. Thank you. And um, now we got one more topic, and this has nothing to do with quarterbacks. This is an what? article Jose wrote yesterday, and uh, I couldn't agree with it more. It's a point I wanted to make after the game, but we've just been talking about quarterbacks nonstop. But let's talk about the running backs. The Niners have had Christian McCaffrey for more than a month, and frankly, he's been a big upgrade for this offense, the passing game in particular. When it comes to running the ball, he's fine. But his backup, Jordan Mason, seems to be having more success. He's built for the beating. There's no reason to give Christian McCaffrey uh, all that punishment between the tackles when he's so effective in space. Don't you think that Jordan Mason should be getting the the bulk of the carries? Yeah, I think you just hate on him because his nickname CMC. But um, no, <laughs> no it's um, – yeah, he has to get the bulk of the carries. I was screaming at the TV like, Kyle, can we get Jordan Mason a little bit more carries because he's running the ball so well. I don't understand why Kyle, when he sees certain players like excelling, it's like, why don't you circle back to them more often? Like, <laughs> like to me, like it's, it's like going back to the Trey Lance thing. It's like, it's like, why are you running him to the ground when you didn't even let him throw early? It's like, either you have it or you don't. Jimmy Garoppolo, if he's able to hit the deep throws, why don't you go back to that more? Jordan Mason, he clearly – he was averaging 8, eight to 12 point yards per carry – the whole time and every carry went for like at least like four yards unless like the running uh, the run the offensive line couldn't block people 
So I, I think he needs to get more. He needs to get more. He looks more efficient. I think it should go like this. He needs to be the he needs to be the 12 to 18 carry guy, while McCaffrey's the 8 to 12 carry guy. Not only and it, it's going to be beneficial because not only does he look like the better runner, more efficient runner, it's going to take off more of the load, more of the hits that McCaffrey got. Because look, after like four games, he he was already having knee irritation, whatever the hell irritation is, is like right. knee, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, and it's clear he looked better as a receiver. Um, look, you're officially like you were right about like Mitchell's probably the better runner than uh than McCaffrey, which is like all right, you know what he is, and whatever it could be, whether it's because defenses are, are um, collapsing, that was running lanes more when McCaffrey's in there or not, whatever it is, it, it's clear they're better with Mason, and McCaffrey makes his heavier impact, more influential impact when he's running routes, whether it's out of the backfield or lined up. So start giving Mason more of those carries because he can absorb those hits. He has that beautiful vision that fits that zone scheme so perfectly. I mean, that second run he he broke off for like 15 yards or whatever. You could see the way he swung it, found that very little crease, cut and go. And that's exactly what Kyle wants. Don't let his bulkiness deceive you. He's elusive and has some speed. So I think it's perfect. Start giving him more carries, especially in the middle of the game and some of the crunch time, and watch good things happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, last week uh, Christian McCaffrey got – 25 touches that's too much 17 carries and eight catches i like the eight catches 10 targets absolutely man i mean he had 10 targets eight catches 80 yards and a touchdown i mean debo hasn't been that efficient all year but 17 carries for 66 yards and one of them went for 30 so that means like 60 16 went for 36 yards or something he was averaging grant he was averaging 2.6 to 2.9 per carry until that point so you're just slamming him into the line so we can get tackled by four or five people like stop Going nowhere. I, give them 10 targets a game, but then like sprinkle in eight carries, and that's fine. And give the rest to Jordan Mason, who's built to run into you know mm-hmm. loaded boxes. It just seems like so obvious. And the only reason you would do it any differently is if you felt insecure about trading too much for Christian McCaffrey. He's like, oh man, I gotta justify this trade by giving him 25 touches and all the goal that's line. What it feels like. like, nah, man, don't do that. Because what, <laughs> like. what you're gonna do, you're not gonna justify the trade. You're just gonna hurt his hurt. numbers. And get him and get him hurt. Yeah, man. I'm just saying. And I think it's better with Mason because I think the play action game works will work more because whether I don't think I think the thing about Mason was this a thing in training camp he was piss poor and pass pro kind of. I never saw that. I never saw that. I, I just feel like the Niners. I was like, wait, they, how would you even know in, in training camp? I don't think that they do it too much like that. When asked about Mason, they, the coaches always say, you know. He looks good in practice, but we just don't know if the if the moment will be too big and if he'll hold on to the football. They, and then when he finally played well, they were like, he was great. He held on to the football. So I don't know. Maybe in practice, because there's a lot of practices. after right, Every yeah. practice after training camp, we're not there. Maybe he fumbles in practice because they always say that. Hey, he held on to the football. I've never seen him fumble. but Yeah, you're not making an emphasis on that. It wasn't a problem. They keep saying it. So it's got to be that. And again, there's all you know. There's all these practices that are, that the media's not in front of, so it's possible he fumbles every freaking day in practice and not in pra- and not in games. But so far, he looks like a guy who holds onto the ball pretty freaking tight. Like Jeff Wilson Jr. was all over the place with the ball, still is, oh, frankly. And I don't know, Jordan Mason looks like he holds it high and tight. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, I like, but I, look, keep giving McCaffrey obviously the start. Give him the early touches, like the first five, first four, and then mm-hmm. from there on out. Give him like one every like five after that. Give it to Mason. And then when it's like crunch time in the game, that's when I was like, okay, I understand why you're going to go to your, your high-priced running back. Um, that If you want to ice it with him, sure, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. Um, but when it's like after those first five carries, it, it needs to be a heavy dose of 
Jordan Mason at that point. It just it look it works. And now all of a sudden the, the trade for Jake Wilson looks perfect sense. It's like, all right, I see why you guys traded him away. You got this guy with uh, Mason. It's looking beautiful. Now it, it's not looking beautiful. It's looking optimal with your offense. So let's give him more carries because you're going to need to find that best form of attack with the running game with Brock Purdy in because everything needs to be perfect. And I think when you, your perfect offense is when you're giving more to Mason and McCaffrey is over there just running routes. Yeah, Mason is averaging 5.4 yards per carry. McCaffrey, McCaffrey with the Niners is averaging 4.1. No brainer. No brainer. You go with the guy who's averaging 5.4 yards per carry. Give him the carries. And that only preserves it only preserves McCaffrey for the playoffs, which is the point. And I think he'll probably be more effective on 7-8 carries than 17. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 808 Niners says Bosa's going to get five sacks this week. The Bucks LT is awful. He's going to hold or get beat. That's true. 69 looks like a Hall of Famer compared to that guy. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. But, yeah, I mean, this is another one where the Niners D-line should dictate the result of the game. That being said, it's Brady, and he's going to – if they play zone coverage, he's going to get the ball out his hands really quick. He stinks, huh? Is he worse than Brock Purdy? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, we'll see. Miguel says, Trey gives you the best option to win the Super Bowl. This offense only scores field goals with Jimmy G. Ah, that is true. That is true. I'd like to see if they score touchdowns with Brock. What a name. Drippy Dad says, QB comp Sean Hill. How would you motivate Debo? How would I like motivate Sean Hill. Debo? Sean Hill. That's a good one. How would you motivate Debo? It's hard to. Hard to. He He's very rich now. I don't know. What do you want to. It's you know what I was going to tell you? I, I thought about it last week. What was the last game? Whenever our show two weeks ago when we talked about players who have the bag who clearly are like underperforming now or just, you know, not caring as much, um, I'm going to go that far. But yeah, I was saying Dre Greenlaw got the bag and he's playing the best ball of his life. So, Fred Warner too. Fred Warner too. Fred Warner's been so consistent. Jeez, yep. so good. Yep. So you, it's not everyone. And it, what the team needs to be able to do is – tell the difference between the guys who are really about it and guys who are just marketing themselves. And I think you got to be though. you got to be leery of the guys like Debo and Kittle who are marketing themselves as old school, throwback, love the contact, never going out of bounds. Like once you get that $25 million signing bonus, are you still going to be that dude? You know what I mean? Like it's unsustainable and we all know it and you know it. And you're not going to get the third contract if you keep playing like that. So you're paying a guy to play like a style that everyone knows he won't sustain. That's a problem. Mm. Fred Warner can sustain his coverage and his style of play. Same with Greenlaw. I think maybe Ayuk too. But Kittle and Debo, we probably should have seen this one coming. I mean, Debo's going out of bounds now. I think the Debo one was more predictable because, you know, 2020 was... We saw it. 2020. 2019 was progress. Cool. There it was pointing up. And 2021 was a complete outlier. I mean, look, we said it. We said it uh, in the off season. In off season shows, it's like, look, who has the most? Who has the most pressure on them or expectations? And we're like, Debo's kind of has the most pressure because there ain't no way in hell he's gonna live up to the same thing last year. Um, I don't think we expected it to be this this underwhelming, but it, him meeting last year's standard was always gonna be a far cry. WTM says Kasha McDaniel uh, is the little homie. C cone C, yeah. Um... I, I mean, Kyle has a great defense and McDaniel doesn't. I feel like if you put McDaniel as the head coach of the Niners and Shanahan as the head coach of the Dolphins, what would what would, what would the team's records be? What would the Niners' record be right now if Mike McDaniel was their head coach instead of Kyle? What would the Dolphins' record be right now if he was their head coach instead of Mike? I feel like it would be Something the same. To think about. For the Niners at least, maybe the Dolphins lose a couple more games. 
NG49 says, I'm completely done with Jimmy. If he comes back, who's to say he won't be worse because of his injury? That's a toss-up. Let Purdy finish the season. Yeah, it's not just that he's struggled in the playoffs before. It's that he's coming off an injury. Will he be 100%? He's always kind of a slow starter. When he's come off injuries in the past, he hasn't played well. It's kind of taken him a few weeks to get. He's a rhythm quarterback, right? That's what they say. He's not in rhythm yet. He's not, he's not in rhythm yet. Okay, well, he's not going to be in rhythm coming off of this. Yeah, this news that he's coming back means nothing to me, to be honest, dude. It, it means nothing to me. <clears throat> Whoa, jeez. Uh, it means nothing to me. It's going to be Purdy season no matter what. It's, it's just going to be – Grapple's going to be the backup. And if, like, say it's halftime, Purdy's like 8 of 19 throwing picks, Grapple, get in there. Because we already saw how he yeah, – exactly. He, he's resting when he's not in game shape. He goes in, Denver game all over again. So it's going to be Purdy all the way if they do get that far. All right, we got to wrap this show up pretty soon because I got to get down to wrap it up, Kyle. What, what, <laughs> you better wrap that gavel up, B. California Bear says, shout out, Jose. I've been reading your articles the last few months. Always a good read. Jose does a great job. Every day, dude produces. P.S. You're Grant's goon. No, I'm <laughs> Jose's goon. I'm Jose's goon. You don't know how it goes on the road. <laughs> Dan- Daniel says, CMC gives you the ability to run or pass. He's, an all- <clears throat> he's always open on checkdowns. Mason makes it an obvious run, but he's good. Reminds me of Henry. If it's obvious, if it's still working, who cares, though? That's what it's I'm saying. It's not an obvious run. You, you, there's four other eligible guys on the field. I mean, Elijah Mitchell wasn't getting obvious, targeted either. Look, he's averaging – He's he, every game he's touched the ball, everything's net extremely positive. So We're even, not if, saying if – it's, if, it's, if it's obvious and it's working pretty good, who cares? We're not saying that Mason should start or that he should get more snaps no, no, than Christian no, McCaffrey. But he should get more carries. McCaffrey will still get more touches and looks overall. Yes. It's just in yes. terms of running back, you know? Yes, Yes, because McCaffrey should be getting, getting yeah, McCaffrey should be getting sixteen to twenty touches a game, right? Like eight to ten carries, eight to ten catches. That's 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 a healthy workload. Yep. And then you give the leftover runs to Mason and a couple to Debo, although those just really ain't been hitting this year. Last one, they were out. No, that was the last one. That's the end of the show. I gotta go to Santa Clara, Kyle. Eight eleven thirty. You know, it's Chip Kelly used to do ten thirty. Really chapped my hide. Really grinded my gears. One of the reasons I didn't like him. Now, you want to hear some irony? I hated Chip Kelly. I said they should fire him after one year. He did get fired. Now, a couple weeks ago, I paid money to go root for him against Cal. Paid money to watch him coach my team. Hey, funny things happen, right? You didn't go for for that team. You, I mean, for him. You went for your team, for, for your alma mater. He's, he's true. And they barely wanted- won against abysmal Cal. Barely won. Hey, man, Chip Kelly, what do you, you get what you pay for. Stank, actually, you don't get what you pay for, Chip Kelly. Stank the Tank says, this update on Jimmy's injury guarantees he will be on the Niners next year. Gives Kyle another out when they don't win the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't know about guaranteeing that. Oh, I hope you're wrong, man. I hope you're wrong. I'm tired of eating Chef Boy RD for dinner every night, man. He's the Chef Boy RD of quarterbacks. Grant, since you've been getting a lot of super chats today, I think you should use that to help the San Francisco Giants add money to Aaron Judge's offer, since apparently they like being cheap. The best was when he, everyone was saying he was going to come to the Giants yesterday. I liked that part. That was the best. I was Dude, like, oh, that really? guy, that John Hammond sure? guy, led the, everyone hates him. Everyone hates him so much. <laughs> well, he blew People it. People are saying he, they he want thinking? him to like, stand in the street when traffic or something like that. I'm That's, like, don't Dude. say that. Don't say that. But at the same Dude. time... Don't? You should see the bat. That, it's nuts. That's like <laughs> such a gut punch. I'm like, come on, man. Just, but this geez. is why I don't really try to break news that much. Like, if sometimes people tell me oh, stuff, and, I'll, and I'll, but like, it's a dirty game. And if your whole career based on being right about that stuff, and you do that, whoa, that's scary. Anyway, show's over. No, someone just said something. 
Juber 89. The show is over, though. Maybe they give it to CMC more because his presence keeps D on their toes as it runner pass as long as 71 keeps stance just a theory. Yeah, but look at his efficiency on the ground the last four games. Like, it ain't working. I don't know. Mason is just gashing you. McCaffrey's getting stuffed. Just go with what works until defenses prove they can shut that down and then adjust. Mm-hmm. But that's not 4D chess. I don't play 4D chess. I just play 3D chess. I don't play any chess, unfortunately. Show's over. Thanks for watching. I'm going to Santa Clara. See you tonight with Jesse. Good stuff, Jose. Great stuff. <laughs> Let's shake hands with Trey again. Don't